we're rolling. Dreaming with Beards, podcast number four. Yeah, episode four. Good stuff. This is fun, and I do apologize for delay. Which one? The b- both of them. <laughs> no, it's all you good. Know, you got to keep the wife happy, and then uh, when you have an insane amount of people at your house, you have to keep them happy. Were all them people staying at your house? No, they weren't staying there. They're at a hotel okay. or whatever. I don't have room for people. I don't have patience for people. <laughs> I wouldn't either. That's why I work with kids. Yeah. No. They, we, we love them, but mm, nobody's staying. No. <laughs> Ain't nobody got time for that. That's, right. that's true. Um, so, uh, we are back for episode four we are excited this is a good day how different location yeah a little different location because it was i think a thousand degrees in our in our typical room yeah so we found a cooler room in the church yeah very cool got a nice backdrop it's neat so yeah all right so how was your week jacob long Long, long. I, uh, kids are back, and you got all these kids that have been locked up for the last, I don't know, ever, and haven't been able to do anything. Yeah. So they come into the, the school and to the camp all amped up and ready to go. And then they just crash within the first five minutes because oh, nice. they're so tired. <laughs> like, they just go in there, they sit, and then, oh. like, all of them. It took, yeah. them, it took most of them a good few week, few days to like totally get used to the fact of being around others and things like that. Nice. How's the mask wearing going with the kids? Well, I wore the mask for a couple of days and then I realized that as I'm wearing the mask, I'm eating my mustache. For those who don't know, I don't have much anymore because I went to go trim it and I messed up. And it was one of the mess ups that you couldn't come back from. Yeah. You just have to own it. You know? Yeah. That's why I, I went I went back down to just almost just the chin beard because I had the same thing. I was trying to trim a little bit, get a nice shape going. Yeah. And yeah, same you thing. You get to this length, it just takes a little bit. You get a little bit off and you're like, oh, well. Yeah. I can't come back from that. I'm going to yeah. be Amish for a few days. <laughs> <laughs> the kids loved it. I have one kid come up to me and goes, Mr. Redbeard, I like the stash. <laughs> Okay, thanks, bud. <laughs> now, what you need to do is make up a reason for the mistake. Like, a reason, and just leave it like that. You ever watch Duck Dynasty? Yeah. Have you ever noticed that Uncle Si's beard, half of it is shorter? Yeah. And that's by design, because that's the side that he shoots his uh, shotgun on, and he doesn't want his beard to get caught in the shotgun <laughs> when he shoots it, so he trims so half he of it shorter. trims half of it? Yeah. <laughs> I did not know that. I didn't know that either. That's yeah. hilarious. I could see him saying that though. Okay. 
Okay. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. So, yeah. What did you do this week? Anything fun? Oh, no, no, nothing fun. <laughs> no, no. Uh, we spent as another week. Uh, I have not gone back to work. I uh, have decided to postpone going back to work because I'm not really comfortable putting my youngest daughter into a daycare situation because of all her previous health issues. Sure. Because um, if she happened to get corona, I'm not sure how she could be fighting it off because she has diseased lungs as it is. So, right. Like, yeah. Well, that makes sense. Better keep her out of that situation. For sure. Uh, and so I've been home with the kids, and I'm both of them are still alive, so that's a... It's a plus. That's a, that's a win. Yeah. Uh, and we came over this week and uh, sanitizes the church. They love that. They're like, I want to spray the bottle. Like, don't spray your sister. We're spraying furniture. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's fun. Well, last weekend we went... Um, to one of our favorite barbecue places and they had the patio open so that was lovely um the food was amazing just as good as usual it's a little down on the service but i was like since it was just the patio open yeah they were running with like i think two servers running a whole patio and then i'm not sure who was all inside in the kitchen so it, it took forever to yeah. get the food and stuff. But I was like, you know what? These these guys, there's probably three or four people total working, handling, you know, eight or ten families sitting out there. So I was like, you know what? I'm not going to be too down on it. Yeah. So yeah. I went ahead and gave them a nice tip and, you know. Got I don't a tip know. to waitresses and waiters. Yeah. Oh, yeah, you got to do that. But I just figured that, um, you know, it, it probably wasn't, a wise choice to go spend money but at the same time I was like well you know if we do this and we support that I mean this place has two locations yeah you know and I'm like it's kind of a mom-and-pop type mm-hmm. situation so I'm like it, it, I think it's a good thing to go support that kind of thing once in a while so yeah. I don't know plus I didn't have to cook yeah which I, I went to this place called Off of um, it's an Oval Park. Okay. It's Central American food. Yeah. yeah it's not that good. <laughs> <laughs> the service was fine. I mean, the yeah. place was good. It just wasn't my type of food. At one point, uh, it was me and a couple of my coworkers, and um, maybe one other table that was occupied on mm-hmm. the other side of the restaurant. And you see the dishwasher guy or the people in the back peek his head out, count people. And then come back, go back behind the, the wall and crank his music up. So we had two different songs going on at once. <laughs> we had the dishwasher guys in the back jamming out to some Spanish stuff. Yeah. Um, and then the, they were trying to get that, that theme of the restaurant music going up front. And I was like, and I was like, hold on, is there two songs going on at once? Or is this just the way they do things? <laughs> the best music situation in a restaurant I ever had. Uh, it was when me and my wife first got married, we lived in Nashville. And after church one Sunday, we were trying to find a restaurant. We decided to go try out this new uh, Mexican restaurant. Well, we picked, and a big group of us from the church picked this Mexican restaurant, never been there before. We picked the authentic Mexican restaurant. What I mean by that is when we walked in, we were the only white people in the restaurant. Oh, I bet it was good. The rest of, it was fantastic. <laughs> the rest of them good. were Mexican, but they had 
Mexican karaoke going on. And we came in, this big group of white people, and they were so thrilled to have us there. They were the nicest, like, yeah, yeah, come sit down, come sit down. Well, they started changing up their karaoke, and so we had them singing, like, Elvis Presley in Spanish. Nice. Uh, to try to accommodate us. We're like, this is fantastic. Get some friends in low places in Spanish nice. going on. Nice. Yeah. Like, so what does Central American food consist of? What, the way I was tasting it, there was a lot of chicken, a lot of seafood type of situations. Yeah. Um, I got the sampler. And a lot of it was like steamed chicken type of things. A lot mm-hmm. of like mashed, fried mashed potato stuff. And uh, I ate one thing that, that tasted like it was like a wrap, some sort of thing. But it was made out of like moist cornbread to the point where like it had been sitting in water for too long. Mm-hmm. And it had carrots stuck in there somewhere. And some kind of chicken it was not good. I did not. I did not. <laughs> I took one bite of that. I was like. Nope. <laughs> but luckily I had to... It was it sounds like a swing and a miss on a tamale. Yes. That's pretty much what it was. It was like the um, bland version of Mexican food or something. Huh. Interesting. I like where this is going. So uh, I, I won't say where this was because maybe I it's in Bonner. Maybe I shouldn't have told where I We can edit it out later. Okay. <laughs> They're not going to watch well, the podcast. We'll put a, they were nice people. I mean, if that's the type yeah. of food you like, go for it. Yeah. You, you, know? just, you just didn't enjoy the food. Yeah. Well, there's this place in Bonner, and I will say to preface, because of stereotypes, it was not the Chinese place. Okay. But I'm in there eating. And you might be able to figure it out because down on, you know, downtown Bonner on the, you know, Oak Street or whatever, there's two choices. Yeah. It's the Chinese food place and this other place. And I was in there, and we were eating, and I got done with my meal, and I look over, and the door to the kitchen swung open, and there, there was a dog tied up in there. <laughs> like, one of the cooks brought their dog to work, and I'm like, dog to work in the kitchen is, I'm never eating here again. <laughs> well, so, if you're ever in downtown Bonner we eat and eating it. We, we did, when they had their buy a tray of tacos for, like, yeah. a dollar. Well, next time you eat there. Don't. Just check it out and make sure that there's not a dog in the kitchen. Those are the grossest tacos. <laughs> I mean, you don't you don't ask for much when it's a dollar taco. Yeah, but I want to I want to stress it was not the Chinese place. <laughs> it was not. That place is fantastic. It is always super good every time. And super mm-hmm. nice people. Yes. <laughs> yeah, but the but the other place, <laughs> not so much. Um, we get it. People don't go there for the food, anyways, right? I don't think so. Okay. I think well, honestly. I think don't they have like an all-you-can-eat shrimp night? You like pay twenty bucks or something, or twelve bucks, and it's after not, not me, ta- after not me either. <laughs> after eating the tacos, I don't want anything to do with seafood. Right, you know? but the, I think they do that, and I think there's quite a few people that show up just for that. So, okay. I did grill for the first time salmon today this week. Oh yeah, I never done it before. It was fantastic. I'm like, I didn't know yeah. I could do that. Right on. But yeah. See, I'm I'm starting to learn how to cook fish. And we started out with tilapia because it's kind of mild. Yeah. And I'm like, oh, you know, we don't, our family, we're not like, hey, fish, you know. And um, so I've been learning that. So with salmon, I've had salmon in sushi. Yeah. And I think it's disgusting. Is it better cooked? I have never had it in sushi. It's good cooked. Oh, okay. I always had it in patties and stuff like that. Well, I may have to try it then cooked. Do you eat the skin? We took the skin off. Okay. Yeah. What we did is... 
I don't know. Real easy. Just I don't eat seafood, so we took the skin off the salmon and just wrapped it in foil, and I grilled it for like 15 minutes with some different spices and stuff. Nice. Really good. Awesome. I think I saw a picture of that on Facebook. Yeah, Am I wrong? I put a picture on that. Nice. It looked good. It was good. Definitely. My, my chicken good. was good. You rocked nice. the chicken. Would you? You made chicken? No, he made chicken. I grilled oh. chicken. For Jacob doesn't eat fish. Oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> have you tried sushi? I have. Do you like it or dis- just? There, there's completely- a thing called uh, spicy chicken roll, mm-hmm. which is fantastic because it's chicken. Well, have you had the spicy tuna roll? No. So here, here's the thing with me. I dislike most seafood, if not all, except for sushi. Really? It's like the more they cook it, the grosser it gets. So completely raw fish, I'm down. Tastes good. I feel like that would be the opposite for most things. Well, obviously, but yeah. But with fish, like especially tuna. See, my mom growing up would make this tuna, like pasta thing. Yeah. We put like peas and noodles and tuna and cream of mushroom soup all this other fun stuff in it and i ate that fine but fish fish no was never my thing tuna is fish (laughs) yes i know that it is the chicken of the sea but it's still fish right but that seemed to be the only fish i ate growing up mainly because i guess the cream of mushroom soup covered up everything else right well, I don't know what it is, but yeah, I mean, I, I'm, I'm down with some sushi. But every other fish I've tried, I'm like, eh. I've never tried good sushi. I've tried it off, like, Chinese buffets. I'm like, eh. That's not good. We should go to Sticks sometime, the three of us. We're going to do a, we'll do a podcast on... On, on location. location. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if they'd let us do that. Maybe. Yeah, call ahead. Yeah. <laughs> we need five power outlets <laughs> at a quiet corner. That'd be awesome. Or maybe I'll pick some up and bring it next time and we can yeah. try it live on the air. That'd I'm be, okay with that. That'd be fine. Because, I mean. I'll try anything. The once. Sam's Club sushi is actually pretty good. I'm not going to lie. Like, I have bought it multiple times now. So I've never bought it. Do you guys like avocado? No. I'm okay no. with it. See, he ain't gonna like any of it. I'm still gonna try it. <laughs> awesome. All right, well, coming down to the end of the segment, we will be back. talking now yeah oh over the music that's right yeah why not all right <laughs> well, okay well three men with beards is brought to you as a ministry uh, we are in we film in prairie meadows church uh, we are all part of prairie meadows church uh, located in bonner springs kansas um, 426 emerson avenue 66012 yes um, we have Started back up. I think this was our third week back to services after the corona. Yeah. Uh, third week. So we started up. We do have some social distancing in place, sitting in every other pews and sanitizing and all that, trying to keep it safe. Yeah. Uh, we normally have children's church and all that. We have not started that back up yet, but uh, hopefully everything keeps going right. And by the end of June, we can start that back up, beginning of July. 
Uh, we do have a nursery for mothers with young children and babies. Um, so come be a part of Prairie Meadows Church, uh, located in Bonner Springs, Kansas. We're on Facebook. We stream every service live. Uh, Prairie Meadows Church on Facebook. Uh, just look us up. We'll pop up. We stream every uh, service live at 1030 a.m. on Sunday mornings. That's true. That's it true. is. Speaking of the nursery, did you know there's a bathroom in there? I did. I didn't. No clue. That bathroom needs Jesus. It does. Yes. We're, we're going to get that going one of it these is. weekends. We, we are. But I was, uh, I was surprised. Uh, this building is full of surprises. It is. <laughs> it is. It just keeps going and going. And when you think you've seen everything... Then you find a random bathroom. Find a random bathroom. Oh, okay. <laughs> so, yeah, if you have a, a child, hopefully we'll have that bathroom working and um, you guys can use it. Yeah. So, all right. Prairie Meadows Church. There are no deer out the window this morning. <laughs> yes, uh, I was looking. Yeah. So we promised on our last episode that we would kind of get back into the parenting thing. So, um, do you want? Do you guys want to get like, like all biblical with it, or do you just want to be talk about like crazy parenting stuff in 2020? It's up to y'all. We can do both. I'm just saying. We can talk more about crazy parenting stuff uh, this time. I got biblical last time. If you didn't watch episode three, go back. Um, I won't tell you where it is. Watch the whole thing. It's all good. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Uh, But we do kind of get some biblical basis for parenting, what you need to do with your kids, uh, with your kids. But we can get into crazy parenting because parenting now is different. Yeah. Than when my parents parented me. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because you have a, a lot of Karens out there. Yes. That will get involved yeah. in your parenting style in public. Yeah. Because when we were growing up, I'm going out, okay, be back by night. Yeah. You can't do that anymore. Yeah, what's the deal with that? They call them free-range kids now. We were free-range kids. Yeah, but everyone be, was. Yeah, like be home when the streetlights are on. Yeah, be home by dark. I love the the meme on Facebook or whatnot where he said, kids don't understand this picture. And there would be a picture of like six bikes just sitting in somebody's front yard just because that's the house everybody was at at that yeah. point. That's how you knew where everybody was. You yeah. could drive around on your bike to find out where all the other bikes were at. Right. Yeah, because, I mean, I remember riding my bike to my friend's house, coming back before dark. And I remember it because you always came back as close to dark as possible. Right. And there was a storm drain on the way from my friend's house back to my house. And I was always scared of it because my sister made me watch it. Oh, yeah. And I'm like, don't look in there. There's a killer clown. (laughs) And I told my mom about it. I was like, there might be a killer clown in the storm drain. She's like, yeah, maybe. You better be careful. 
<laughs> you know, I got to be honest. I I don't remember. I know I watched it, but the original it, yeah. I, I remember nothing about it. The new one, I've seen recently in the last couple of years. Yeah, I just remember. I just remember it. I don't remember yeah. watching it. That's a lot of it's in that and sense. I don't just, remember watching it. Yeah. But uh, the the new one was pretty good. It was just like an episode of Stranger Things. Mm-hmm. It was good. Man, I enjoyed it. That's what I remember. Like, can't get eaten by it. Right. My mom always said you had to beat the, you had to be back on the block before the lights came on. Yeah. The light poles. Yeah. You know, you didn't have to be inside. Got to be on the block. Yeah. Can you imagine telling that to a kid now? Be back on on the block. Be back on your street before the lights come on. No. I mean, I I like the idea. I mean, my my son is three. My daughter's one. I like the idea of letting them grow up that way. Yeah. But I don't know that you can. See, and I don't. Think you know you, what I mean? I don't think you can. I don't think we. Uh, I think times have changed to the point where it's not safe. For that aspect, I don't think um, it was safe then. It wasn't because I remember, <laughs> I remember towards the end of when it got to the point where um, most kids stopped doing that. I was walking, and one of my um, one of the older kids of the block at that point was um, driving by. He said, "Hey, I, I might have been just walking to church at that point. It was just um, maybe six blocks away, yeah. not not a long walk." And he goes, "Let me let me give you a ride. It's not safe anymore for you to be walking." It's because somebody had got, some girl had got kidnapped like a block away from my house. Oh, wow. And things like that. And, um, and that stuff started coming to light about kidnaps and things like that. And you can't let kids free range anymore right. and things like that. There's only one place left I can think of that's still like that. And that's the mobile home park in Edwardsville. Yes. Yeah. Kids just run that place rampant. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> you have to be very, very careful. Yeah. So, yeah, I don't know. I, I think it's kind of sad. Most trailer parks are probably like that, you would think. I don't know. Um, but no, you're right. You just I, you want to be like that, but on the other hand, it's scary. I don't know. I I think I'm less scared about something happening. I think I'm hoping that as I get, you know, progress through my kids being getting older and all that, that I'll be able to just teach them like. Like we were taught, don't talk to strangers, don't get in the car with strangers. If somebody's messing with you, run home. You know. Plus, Scream. we did. We yes, yeah, yeah, that kind of stuff. And I remember being a kid, and like, cell phones were around, but nobody could afford them. And I think you had to carry them around in like a purse. Yeah. At that point, <laughs> the bag phones. You guys remember bag phones? Yes, I do. Um, My GI Joe had one. Yeah. <laughs> but. <laughs> I'm, I'm thinking we, you know, we didn't have any way to like communicate quickly with anyone. Yeah, you know, other than run run to somebody's house, but you always knew, like where you were, and you know, we're not too far from Andy's house. We're not too far from TJ's house. We're not, you know, or if I was out with you guys, you know, we'd run all over Bonner, but we'd be like, you know, oh, it's not too far to get back. You yeah. Know? So. I don't know. I like the idea of it. I, I want my kids to have some freedom like that because that's how you grow up better instead of being a weenie. Yeah. But at the same time, I know there's going to be some Karen on my block that's like, 
Yeah, that's the thing. They let their kids go down to the park by themselves. I'm like, well, I went to that park by myself when I was their age. Exactly. I, I remember going to strangers' houses, not in their house, but I would walk up to their water hose, turn on the water, and take a drink of water, and then turn it off. And then leave. That was going uh, even beyond what I did. I was dangerous. Man, I had a canteen. <laughs> <laughs> but but that's just how we how we did things. Right. Um, living on the wild side, get chased by the neighbor's dogs, don't know if you're going to make it home. Right. Uh, this could be my last time out. That's a big dog. Yeah. That's a big fat chihuahua. Did you guys wear bike helmets? No. no. I didn't either. No. <laughs> I, think, I, I think we wanted one because everybody in like, you know, all the TV shows growing up, they would all have on crazy helmets and all that stuff and then we would get one and then wear it once and be like, this thing's hot. Yeah, no. Or, and I'm never wearing this yeah. again, okay. you know. Style, hard style film's not gonna protect me. Get no. out of here. But, <laughs> but <laughs> I remember a, a, a story. Um, we, me and my friend, we were riding our bikes back from the elementary school that we were hanging out with during that summer. His chain on his bike kept on popping, and he had to go to the bathroom really bad. Like to the point where, like, he's like, "Dude, give me your bike. I got to go really bad." And so, because, you know, at that point, um, as dudes, you know, you can go outside, but if you had to go the other number, you had yeah. to make it home and make it home quick. Yeah. And so he grabs my bike and he takes off. And so, like, I fix his um, chain and I'm on my way. And I get to the top of the hill. I lived on top of this cul-de-sac hill deal that kind of went, like, swirls all the way down. And he hops on, like, through the yards and go through the yards because there's no fences. Yeah. And unbeknownst to him, my handlebars were loose. <laughs> <laughs> and he was booking it down this hill. <laughs> booking it. And he had, like, hit one of the hills a little bit too fast. And the bike lifted up off the ground to the point where, like, he totally landed in the front of his, his neighbor's yard. Hits the ground. Flips over the bike and lands on his back <laughs> because Mike because he decided to take my bike that was that was not popping the chain <laughs> but happened to be breaking handlebars <laughs> is this who it sounds like oh yeah okay that's crazy <laughs> yeah he made it to the bathroom okay that he my, made it that's my second question I, at that point if it was me I'd just sit there and be like well nature won <laughs> <laughs> can't win them all I mean you know, grow up in the woods, you just dig you a hole, good to go. Uh, we were city boys. No. <laughs> we, we needed a porcelain. <laughs> I don't think I ever went doo-doo outside. I don't think I ever did. I think I always went inside. You didn't dig a hole? I don't think I did. Because I kind of grew up in the sticks, but not really. You just convince your friends to dig a hole. Yeah. We, we, we played in the sticks a lot. You know, because we were in kind of a suburb, but then there was like this big strip of woods that went down in between a couple neighborhoods, mm -hmm. like three ponds there. So it's, you know, so when kind of a country upbringing, but not really. We'd always run inside. Well, my oldest daughter, she's probably probably five or six. We were visiting my sister, and they, her, and my nephew was outside playing. And we look out, and she is going to the restroom in the middle of the yard. And so we run out, like, what are you doing? And she's like, well, he said when he needs to go to the bathroom, he just goes outside. 
I'm like, Mom, it's different for you, honey. <laughs> you need to go inside to go to the restroom. Yeah, it's a little different. Yeah. Slightly. But, uh... The moral of the story is to let your kids be kids. Yeah. Yeah. You know, yeah. Let them make mistakes. And I, w- I would say it would be a good idea, if you are a Karen, to keep an eye out on your neighborhood because that's just good neighboring yeah yeah but i don't think calling the cops because there's some kids playing by themselves at the park well i've heard of is i've heard reason of you know what i mean called because they let their kids play out in the front yard by themselves yeah see that's ridiculous yeah that's completely see, ridiculous my uh my sister had just moved in to edwardsville trailer park yeah and they're excited because they come over from the Turner area yeah and the kids are running around the house stuff like that and they're going crazy and stuff because they've never got that chance to do something like that and just be outside yeah and, and stuff like that over there so because they're always worried about the fast cars coming up and down the hill yeah and that trailer park you don't worry about that kind of thing yeah you just let them play i think it's good for the immune system too yeah but yeah i think it is i think that uh you know constantly helicoptering over your kids making them be indoors or you know, corralled in a little area. I think it's better to let them run and do their thing and step in dog poop and whatever they're going to do while they're out playing. I think that's good for the... Well, it helps them not get sick. It gets to the point where um, it starts with limiting the amount of time, the screen time and things yeah. like that and, and forcing them to make other decisions. Like, play with toys or go outside and yeah. jump in the mud puddle. I remember buying a, my mom getting me a new shirt and me ruining it on the first day of me wearing it because it, I had a mud fight with the neighbor kid. Yeah. And my mom getting so mad at me and stuff like that. I mean, how many times do you hear parents get into that situation and things like that? You have to let your kids um, mess up sometimes. You have to let your kids go out there and play. Yeah. Socialize with other kids. Socialize with the neighbors and and things like that. Let them be able to understand how to deal with conflicts yeah. and things like that. If not, we're into, into coming into a wall of hurt. Yeah, that's how you is. get to herd immunity. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I've been hearing that a lot lately. Um, no. You know. Well, actually, not lately. We've moved on to riots and looting. <laughs> so, I saw, I saw a meme on Facebook that says, they don't know how easy they have it this day. Try looting a TV back in 1986. <laughs> <laughs> Sony Trinitron, remember those? Yeah. They weighed like 300 pounds. Oh, man. They were like a 20-inch TV, and, yeah, they were like 300 pounds. Yeah, it's like they're saying we need to throw those TVs in the dumpster downstairs. I'm like, well, I agree, but we also need like 15 people here to do it. Yeah. Yeah. those things are heavy. Yeah. That's true. That's real wood paneling on yeah. the bad boys. I will say this: if that if that big Magnavox rear projection TV mm-hmm. works, um, I have a Nintendo sixty four. <laughs> I'm just saying. <laughs> I'm saying that thing gets moved to the game room. Yeah, I'm just I'm just throwing it out there. We'll we'll have that as our old school TV. Yeah, we got to have an old school setup. We Going can retro. We need to find an old uh, Nintendo with Mario. Original. I'm, I might have one at my mom's house. I'm just, I'm just throwing it out there. That would be a reason to congregate. Yes. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I, I, I just don't understand. Are we social distancing still? Or are we not? No. 
Because they say social distance still, but then I drive past the neighborhood pool and they're not social distancing. No, we're not. <laughs> no. Okay. So then um, it's over. Is that official? It's over. Okay. It's, I mean, it's not over. I, th- I don't think technically. But I will say this. We have a written permission slip that was written in 1776 for us to not social distance. So... I'm just glad they took the arrows out of the stores to leave which way to go. <laughs> have they? That Did you follow long. those ever? No, but I, it wasn't intentional. <laughs> I would look at them like, I'm going the wrong way. I, but, but At first it was that, and then I was like, no, I'm going to do it intentionally. No. Yeah. <laughs> the human side of me is like, I need to go the wrong way on this. Yeah. Why would I walk all the way around to get a bag of chips? Right. And I'm like, they're right there. Yeah. Can you walk backwards? I say yes. Okay. <laughs> I think the Walmart up here in Bonnerstall has the arrows tell you which direction to go. Does it? Yeah. I was there yesterday. I don't go in there. Yeah, I, I refuse to shop there anymore. I was up there. I'll tell the story. This is an interesting story. So uh, the bank I use, they opened up a branch up on K7 there near the Price Chopper. Yeah. Mm-hmm. A separate branch. But they also have a little branch in Walmart. Well, I pull up there. It's... I don't want to go in. I'm wanting to use just the ATM thing. ATM's out of service. Ah, all right. I'll go to I'll go to Walmart. In fact, I need to pick up a couple things while I'm there. I'll grab those. I'll hit the ATM there. Cool. I go in there. Uh, I don't know how to describe this guy, other than I hope he wasn't on methamphetamine, but I'm guessing he probably was. He was very fidgety. He had a lot of sores on his neck and face. Um, and a really kind of creepy thin mustache. And he was just leaning on the ATM and going through about, I don't know, he had a stack about an inch thick of different credit card debit cards. And he's kind of going through them and every once in a while he'll stick one in the ATM. He kicks some numbers and then he'll pull it back out, stick it in his pocket and keep messing around. I'm standing there waiting to use the ATM, and I'm like, hey, uh, are you using that? And he's like, oh, no, go ahead. And I was like, all right, well, can I get a little privacy? Because he's leaning on it. And uh, he's like, no, I'm going to lean right here. And I'm like, okay. So when we come back, we'll conclude the story. Okay. I'm, I'm very intrigued. It's, I am too. It's an interesting thing. So, uh, segment two in the pot. This isn't bad for literally messing with an iPad. Yeah, it's good stuff. Turned out pretty cool. Church in the dark. We're going... 10 episodes strong this coming up Tuesday. Nice. 10 episodes strong. It's going to be a good one. Um, I believe I have, well, my sister has convinced herself that she's coming. All right. So this Tuesday, we'll have a little brother-sister competition in this church. And I think we might even have my nephew come out as well. And he's, nice. he's been wanting to come, too. I told my sister, I go, he's got to be a teenager. My sister's like, he's almost preteen. He's 12. So I was like, you know what? I'm gonna let him come. Nice. I, know, I know Lanny's been begging in the boat. 
I don't know if she's ready. <laughs> but um, it's going to be this Tuesday, Facebook Live. Um, look me up. I, a lot of people share it and stuff like that. 830. Um, I think we'll actually probably try to push it back a little bit. Um, I think coming up the next couple of weeks is going to be pretty daylight still around 830. So. Yeah. And that's Jacob Thompson on Facebook. Jacob Thompson. I'll yeah. share it to Prairie Meadows Church page too yeah. this week. So awesome. check that out. Um, Can I come up and like peek through the windows to watch live? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> that's going to freak my sister out. <laughs> I, I'll wear a hoodie. Well, it'll be too hot. A scream. I'll just be a sweaty, weird guy looking in the windows. Breathe, breathe heavy. <laughs> I want you to breathe and then do a heart on the, on the window. <laughs> freak her out. But 8.30... It's, I will start the, the the live video. We'll chit chat for a bit, uh, and then we'll get the everything rocking and rolling around eight forty five. Nice Tuesday, right. Tuesday eight thirty, Church in the Dark. Jacob Thompson on Facebook. So, like, I wish that I knew people, and maybe I do know people that work at that Walmart. You do. I think I still do. But I haven't <laughs> gone, been there in so long other than the other day. I can't remember who all actually works I, there I still. Have family that works there. Right. So, what's the deal up there? Like, it has gone downhill. Like, even before, like, the toilet paper run at the beginning of the quarantine and even before uh any of that the meat shortage and all like they the, See, the shelves were never stocked i, I mean, had no idea I, I was up there yesterday and this must have been like three forty-five. yeah in the afternoon uh, a normal walmart would be packed on a saturday yeah this place almost a ghost town huh. that's weird well, getting back to my story, so um, guy won't move from the ATM. So I said, all right. So I just walk around him and go up to the bank teller because they were still open. They were getting close to closing, but they were still open. So I was like, well, I'll just deal with the person. So I go up there, and um, I was paying for a cow that we bought. Um, it, it was already cut up. Yummy. Nice. Yummy cow, by the way really good um so i needed a substantial amount of money i was like, walk up and i'm like hey i need 360 bucks well because of the uh coronavirus um i don't know what you'd call it craziness they've got plexiglass up uh-huh in front of everything so i kind of can see this dude's reflection as soon as he hears me say i need 360 bucks his head turns and he starts creeping up on me and the teller, I don't think, had caught on that there was anything nefarious going on quite yet. So I, I, she asked me, well, do you have some ID? Because she needs to look up my account number and all that stuff and needs to verify that it's me. And I see this guy creeping on me. So I pull out my license. But with my license, I have my concealed carry license. I purposely hand her the wrong one. 
and go, oh, sorry, that's my concealed carry license, and then hand her my real one. As soon as that word concealed carry came out of my mouth, the guy bolted. Bolted. I mean, almost ran. He was a very brisk power walk. <laughs> and then the weird thing was he kind of followed me in the parking lot. Like he went out, so he bolted outside and then kind of followed me through the parking lot. So I pretended to drop my keys and, you know, picked them up and my, you know, Fiddle. my weapon was shown. And uh, then he left me alone. But he was going to rob me. I guarantee it. What time was this? This was like 4.30 in the afternoon on, I want to say, Tuesday. Sorry, I got a text on the computer. I hope that doesn't end up on the recording. <laughs> I hope it does. I didn't know that would ding. All right. but, I mean, does time really have any concept for a meth head? I don't know, but I'm pretty sure he was going to try and rob me. I remember. So. We were, it was Sunday dinner, and it just popped in my head, and I started seeing this old drug commercial from the 90s, but I was the only one who remembered it. It was that, look at me, busy as a bee. Where did I get all this energy? Oh, meth, ooh, meth. And the Kelly... And then we're looking at me like I was crazy. I'm like, it's anti-drugs. I don't remember the rest of it, but it has a negative drug message in the end. <laughs> it was a drug commercial in the 90s. Wow. They're like, sure it was. I think you're right. I think it was. It was. I remember that one. And then before that it was, was a, the this this is your brain. This yeah. is your brain on drugs with yeah. the eggs or something. Yeah. So that one was I the lady smashing up her kitchen. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. This whole old meth thing I've never heard before in my life until AJ sung it and I was like I want to say I, I want to say I remember that yeah yeah because there's a girl smashing up her kitchen yeah. and I looked it up and they only ran it for like a short time because people were getting confused thinking it was a positive meth commercial <laughs> <laughs> like I can get energy with meth okay yeah. for that short amount of time meth users went up <laughs> yeah. wow I would hope they wouldn't have pos positive meth commercials. Um, Goodness. So, uh, oh yeah, we also had promised last podcast to talk about the pamphlet you found. Yes. Uh, so you might you might pull this out and read a little of it because I I'm I want to know at least one reason why I shouldn't dance. Yeah. <laughs> I found this pamphlet uh, cleaning out my grandpa's house and. You know, my grandpa, this does not represent my grandpa's views at all. I mean, sure, he didn't go dancing. He was a 93-year-old Baptist deacon. But this is just nonsense. <laughs> I have 40 reasons why Christians should not dance. Let's see, number one, dancing church members are called hypocrites. <laughs> I don't even know. I, okay. Is that, yeah. a, is that a take on the word hip? Well, you know what a hypocrite is. Yeah. But I just, I don't know. That's the name of a dance move. Yeah. I mean, and they don't give, they don't give scripture for most of them. And the ones they do, um, it has nothing to do with dancing. They take it out of context. Um, oh, it brings shame on the church and Christ. Shame. Shame. That reminds shame, me of that. shame. It's very shameful when I dance. That reminds <laughs> me of that old Mark Lowry sketch. 
where like you shouldn't have long hair. The Bible says it's a shame for man to have long hair, and he says, yeah, it <laughs> says it's a shame, it not says a it's sin. It's a shame, not a sin. <laughs> <laughs> I think I still have that CD somewhere. <laughs> okay, that's awesome. Oh, here, well, well, you, here, wait, why would it be shameful? Does see? Does it go into? No, it doesn't say. Okay, these are just to back it up. This these are some, just reasons. These are just some okay. random guys thought. Okay, this is probably printed back in the fifties. Who's it authored by? Oh, Thomas P. Jones. Thomas P. Jones. I'm looking this up. <laughs> Did you know that three-fourths of fallen girls in America were ruined by the dance? Three out of four? What happened to the fourth one? It's like that dentist thing. Nine out of ten dentists recommend this gum. Yeah, like what, what's the deal? What, what dentist is recommending sugar gum? I just don't know. I want to go there. The one that knows how dentistries work? I guess, yeah. They're, they're the rich ones. Sure, go ahead, chew it all. Okay, Thomas what, Jones? P. Thomas P. Jones. Okay. Dancing Christians make the poorest church workers. Hmm. I don't know. When I got my headphones in, and I mean, I'm grooving, yeah. I'll get stuff done. I'm, I'm with you. Yeah. I'm, I'm just reading through these. Oh, there are no soul-winning dancing Christians. Number 11. None. There are no soul-winning dancing Christians. None? None. That is a blanket statement. It is. None. So apparently Thomas P. Jones is not that famous unless it's the same guy who was an engineer in 1774. No, I didn't think he was. Is that an address? Yeah, we can order more by writing to him in Colorado Springs, Colorado. I say we give it a shot. I'm if positive we can reach out to dead. this man and have a conversation on our podcast, I'll yeah. be down. I'm pretty sure he's been dead for many years. Does he have a son? <laughs> Not one that will acknowledge him. Okay. <laughs> okay, I don't even know. The girl with the most modesty makes the poorest dancer, and vice versa. <laughs> Let's let that one sink in. Here. <laughs> So the ones that are less modest are the best dancers. Is that what, is that what I'm getting? I mean, yeah. that's kind of eye of the beholder, right? Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I would be miserable if I knew God was watching me dance. I'm miserable. I could get down on that one. I'm, I would be miserable <laughs> if I knew God was watching me dance. Yeah, that's just because I'm, I'm a miserable dancer. Yeah, yeah. Some people got it. <laughs> <And> others <laughs> don't. No, no. I do have some rhythm, but I, can, I don't know. I'm not a dancer. Okay, here's one. Thousands of men have used the dance as the surest and best way to trap a girl. True story. Trap? It's what it says. Trap a girl. Hmm. I wish I'd have known that when I was a younger man. Yeah. I did know that. I could have got married earlier. It does not oh. work. <laughs> here's a great one. I'm just reading through these. I read them through before. The Roman Catholic confessional reveals the fact that 19 out of 20 of the girls who go wrong attribute it to the dance. I, I don't know if I can trust Roman, the Roman Catholic <laughs> Church on that one. <laughs> Where do they get that? Did they get that from the archives? I, I don't, where'd you go wrong? Uh, are, they, are they keeping 
data of all the people that come through the confession. Do they do that? I don't. Is that a thing? I've never been Catholic, so I don't know. Are they they writing this down? Here's what's going to happen. Jacob, you're going to become Catholic. You're going to... You got to rise through the ranks of the priesthood so you can get information and then come back to us and tell us. Yeah. It shouldn't take long. <laughs> <laughs> I, might, I just want to know. I, I, I might need to change professions, though. Yeah. Like, I just want to know where they get that. So where did it go wrong for you? You know, you're addicted to heroin and, and you know, all this. What happened? Well, it started with the hokey pokey. <laughs> I put my left foot in and sin could, took a hold. I couldn't get it back out. I, couldn't I shook get it, it all out. about, man. I shook it all about. The wow. Macarena became a craze and things got crazy. Oh, I did not know this either. Dancing has a secret language by which a man can learn if the girl in his arms is pure or not without a word being spoken. <laughs> That's how I figure it out. <laughs> That's not called dancing, Thomas P. Jones. No, not at all. These are a lot of into in the windows here. Yeah, I feel like this is a um, this is definitely kind of a blanket statement sort of thing. I don't even know what this one means. And I'm not sure if he ever read his Bible. No, because he does that down here. He has some Bible verses, and I looked them up, and none of them have anything to do with dancing. We we need to get into that. Yeah. Because I, I want to know what these verses are, what they say, and how he's how he's making that that yeah. leap. So yeah. uh, we are going to write him. Right? We're going to write this address and see if we we, we should try see if we get a, a reply. <laughs> Dancing has created a situation in the public schools that is almost as bad as the white slave traffic. What? I don't even know what that means. Nope. <laughs> just Jacob, I like that. Just nope. Yeah. We do not endorse this man's viewpoints. No, we're just commentating. Yeah. Um, I find that to be uh, very weird. Wrong. I do know there's a lot of churches out there that believe dancing to be wrong. Yeah. But I don't understand why. Yeah, and I mean, to be honest, you know, the Free Baptist as a whole denomination doesn't really embrace dancing. <clears throat> but me personally, I'm like... Yeah, there are types of dance you shouldn't do. You know, you shouldn't be, I don't know, twerking and all that up against each other. I don't know. I'm old. <laughs> I'm old. Work I, with me. Yeah. I'm old, too. But, uh, I mean, I'm not dancing. <laughs> I mean, it's just like this says, I wouldn't dance because Christ wouldn't, would he? Is that a question? That's, yeah. I wouldn't dance because Christ wouldn't, would he? I think Christ attended that wedding feast in Canaan. Maybe, maybe. And Jewish weddings have a lot of dancing to it. Maybe Mr. Jones is a comedian. I don't think Christ, like, okay, I'll change the water to wine, but I will not dance. <laughs> I draw a line right. in the sand and dancing's it. Yeah. The Son of Man came eating and drinking, but not dancing. Yes. <laughs> All right. So I'll grab out my... That's amazing. Bible app, and we can look up these verses if you want to. Yeah, I mean, we, we got about, uh, what do we got here, about 10 minutes left. So, I mean, yeah, we can, we can do that. We can I, do a couple. Uh, I find this to fascinating. be fascinating yeah. because, you know, honestly, there was, uh, you know, growing up with uh, some of the Christian schools I attended, there was rules like this where they wouldn't let, you know, they would use scripture to you can't dance, you can't grow your hair, you can't, ha- you know, when you got of age, you can't have a beard or any facial hair or all sorts of 
weird rules that just kind of... I didn't have any of these rules. Right. I was in public school. Yeah. But, I mean, it was it was difficult for a guy like me back then to oh, deal with that, you know. I bet. So. All right. Like here on 35, he puts that Christians cannot dance and keep themselves unspotted from the world. And he lays James 127. Mm-hmm. But if you look at James 1.27, it says, Pure and undefiled religion before God the Father is this, to look at after orphans and widows in distress, and to keep oneself unstained from the world. That's it. Nothing. So don't dance with widows and orphans. <laughs> <laughs> keep oneself unstained from the world, and you know how you can get stained by the world? It's by the dance. <laughs> Oh boy. <laughs> That's a stretch right there. That it, is a stretch. It's, yeah, it's co- at completely out of context. I, Which I, I, I wish that this guy's still alive so we can debate him. I really want to debate him because I just want to bring up like David. King David dancing yeah. naked. Yeah. Like, I don't want to see that, but. It's a thing. Yeah, he did it. He did it. Yeah. And God was like, that's fine. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> like this one. Christians cannot dance and abstain from the appearance of evil. Then he quotes First Thessalonians 5.22, which says, stay away from every kind of evil. Nothing about dancing. He's just lumping it in there. In order to believe that that verse talks about dancing, you first have to believe that dancing is evil. Yeah. It's a presupposition you can't make. Right. It's amazing. Anyway. Yeah, I remember. Speak, you know, speaking of this, it was you brought up the the Mark Lowry joke, but both the Christian schools I attended had the no long hair rule, and they used First Corinthians eleven fourteen as their as their basis for the rule, which is, you know, it says it's a shame, not a sin. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, but like, it doesn't say sin anywhere yeah so i don't know i think it's uh i think there's a lot of things um if you feel doesn't it doesn't it even say in there in the in scripture somewhere that like everything is permissible but not everything's beneficial yeah so like i mean there what people don't understand is there are things that are sinful for certain people yeah but not everyone yeah. And I know that blows your mind because you think it's a black, blank, black and white thing. But if you feel guilty about something, don't do it. Oh, there's long passages about yeah. that. Like the thing about the idol meat. Yeah. Meat that was sacrificed to idols. There are people that had been converted to Christians that would feel wrong. It would be, it would feel sinful to them to partake of that meat mm-hmm. because it was sacrificed to a God that they once worshipped possibly. So... It would be wrong for them to do that sort of thing, but for those of us that never worship that God, we're like, hey, that's just that's some cheap meat, yeah, and it's good, yeah, you know. So, I mean, if this guy felt that bad about dancing, dude, but then don't do it. it. Yeah, but, it's a sin for you to dance. Yeah, you know, perhaps though, it's not wrong for other people to dance. Yeah, even though it's wrong for some people to dance. Exactly. For more than one reason. I mean. If you are, look good. Yeah. If you are that guy who can't keep your mind pure, if you're dancing with a lady, then don't dance with a lady. Yeah. And go seek a counselor. Or just you dance with your wife. Yeah. Because it's it's okay. Yeah. To have 
dirty thoughts about your wife. It is. I'm still trying to convince my wife that, that after 15 years. I'm like, I have. We have stumbled into a conversation. I have no input. <laughs> we'll get you there. I we'll appreciate get you there. it. <laughs> and his last point is, I wouldn't want to die dancing. Would you? Yes. That sounds like. A I can think of many worse ways to die than dancing. Yes. Yeah. That I'm. That, that's uh, one on the list of sure. I'll, something I'll go in this man's way. life traumatized him so much. I bet his mom put him in dance class. Well, his mom <laughs> was a professional dancer. Yeah, could be. Not, and the sinful type is what you're talking about. Yes. It, it, it could be. It could it scar could, somebody. Yeah. Let's just be real. It could be. Yeah. I'm going you know. to look up this address. Yeah. Because is that your assignment for the week? Is you're going to figure out if you can... I want to figure out if I can contact this. Contact one of my favorite person. stories of my pastor growing up, he was an old line Baptist preacher, but he was more lenient than a lot of them. Uh, but he was, you know, probably 70, 80 when he took over our church. And he was being interviewed by our specific, not our church, but trying to get into our associations board. They asked him, what are your thoughts about mixed bathing is what they call it. Well, mixed bathing sounds gross, but they're talking about mixed swimming. Okay. Um, which I have no problem with. And But they wanted him to say, well, I'm against mixed swimming. And he's like, I don't have any problem with it. Like, you don't? He's like, no, and if you dirty old men can keep your minds clear, you shouldn't have a problem with it either. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, way to go, brother ball. That's funny. That's yeah. really funny. Yeah, I remember that. Uh, what was that camp? That we, we used to go to when we were kids. Uh, with the school, Amazing Grace. Yeah, AGBC. A- yeah, Amazing. I remember they wouldn't let us co-swim. Yeah, at that place, which was strange. I found it strange. I found a lot. I find a lot of things. Yeah. Strange. I mean, I always went to the camp where you couldn't uh, co-swim it, but I never had a problem with it. Because then guys can just be guys, and you can do stuff in the pool that you wouldn't be able to do with girls there, and you know have fights and stuff like that. Yeah, and d- plus the camps each we, other. And- the camps we always went to, the pools were on the smaller side, so like you don't want to completely fill it up and become human soup. Yeah, but I mean, I always went to the public know. pool during the summer. That's another thing about parenting: parents get your summer pool pass, they go to the pool. Okay, that might be an interesting thing we could tackle. Um, in podcasts coming up would be to talk about some of the odd uh, belief systems that other people in, uh, in denominations that are di- that differ from ours or whatever that yeah. are just kind of some strange things and we could kind of talk about those yeah. things with scripture and yeah we could do that totally and I'm okay with different churches having different preferences yeah if you want to go to a church where your girls can't wear skirts that's okay but don't tell me it's sinful if they do yeah or pants yeah pants can't wear pants pants. yeah Yeah, you know what i mean gotta wear skirts gotta only skirts well that was fun yeah i think this guy's a lost cause this house was sold for 178 thousand dollars three years ago oh yeah i say we send him a letter anyway Let's give it a shot, see if we get a response. I would like more information. Maybe we would get, like, a whole box of them. We're going to pass them out? Think they got them left over? (laughs) 
We'll pass these out. <laughs> Thank you, guys. Thanks, yes. guys. We will uh, see you on the flip side. And Thanks to our producer. Yeah. BC Quality Image. Don't forget to check him out. Oh, yeah. Uh, he gives us these nice cups, and he's also shooting our video. BC Quality Image for all your image needs.